one of the, the blessings and the curses of being in a small town like Thibodeau is that it doesn't take long for word to travel. It doesn't take long for everybody knows everything about everybody pretty quickly. And I think that's what we hear in the gospel today in the little town of Capernaum. Not a big place. We probably only know about it because that's where Jesus chose to make his headquarters in his ministry. A bit of a small town. And so Jesus coming in, he just went into a synagogue and he preached with authority. He preached in a particular way that struck the people and he cast out a demon. One person. And by that very night, the whole town was at the door bringing him their sick, bringing him those who were possessed by demons because they, they, they saw there was something about this guy. They recognized like he had some kind of special power, right? And then G- and Peter and Simon Peter tells Jesus just the next morning, everybody's around looking for you. He's going throughout the whole region of Galilee, preaching and driving out demons. He's in such a short time, he's made such a big impact. I think it's clear that he struck something in the hearts of those people. Some kind of ache, some kind of longing, something stirred in their hearts when they heard about this guy, because like that, everybody was following him. Like, within less than 24 hours, the whole town was looking for him. I think what, they, what, what Jesus struck is that there were a people who, who knew that they needed healing. And they thought, maybe this guy, he, has, he seems to have these, there's something about him, maybe he can, can fix that. Maybe he can bring healing to these problems. He can heal our sick. He can cast out these demons who are oppressing us. And I think that raises a very important question for us to wrestle with, even to, especially today. Do I really believe that Jesus can bring healing to me? Like tonight, today, this year. Do I really believe that Jesus can bring healing to me? Or is that just this idea that they say, but that doesn't actually apply to me? Do I really believe, like these people did, that Jesus can bring healing? It's a critical question. Is that what brings me here? Do I come to to Mass expecting to encounter the Lord in a transformative way? Or do I I forget that? Or do I lose that? Do I not have that that grace? It's a real grace of a belief. Because if I do want that and if I do desire that, I can't just, our temptation is really just to kind of gloss over it. We all, if we're honest with ourselves, we all know the areas of our life that need healing. We all have these areas of hurt. If we, we, if we quit trying to gloss over it for a while, we can acknowledge that. But it's so much easier to ignore it, to rationalize it away, to stuff it, to focus on these other things to distract myself from it. Whether it's media, whether it's a relationship, whether it's technology, whatever it is, it's so easy to stay on the surface and not acknowledge like the real stuff that's there. If I take a minute and am really honest with myself. Jesus desires that. The people see that. I have to really acknowledge it, engage in that with the Lord, if, I, if his healing is, is really going to actually be able to come into my life. I have to allow that. The people bring him all of the, their sick and their possessed. They bring that and show that to him and say, Jesus, Heal this. We need you there. The invitation for us is to not do what's easy. It's not to gloss over it, to ignore it, to rationalize it, to distract ourselves from it, but to really be honest with ourselves about where we're at with the Lord. And I'm struck by the first reading, which I think is probably one of the more depressing first readings that I've heard in the lectionary. 
What I think it does is that Job is modeling for us, like, what does that look like? What we heard is Job being completely, blatantly, authentically, very in a raw way, honest with God about where he's at right now. He says things like, All I have are months of emptiness. Nights of misery are apportioned to me. When I lie down, I wait for the dawn, and the night takes forever, and I'm full of tossing and turning till the dawn, right? I feel like I'll never find happiness again. He's honest. He's very honest and authentic about where he is with the Lord. He just brings that to God and says, God, this is where I'm at. I don't know what to do about it. I don't know where to go from it. I don't know what you can do about it, but I present this to you. That's hard. It's hard to be like Job in the, in the first reading. If I'm really honest about where I'm at and I bring that to Jesus without holding anything back, without trying to pull away, that takes a lot of courage to really be honest with myself, to acknowledge what's there and to bring that to the Lord. That's not an easy thing. It doesn't just happen overnight. There's two bits of good news, though, because Jesus recognizes it is hard. He knows it's easy for us to just pull away, to, to go to take the easy route. That's why he's not just this bystander who's just waiting for us to come. Notice what Jesus does throughout the whole gospel. As soon as he hears about Simon Peter's mother-in-law, he goes to her. He reaches her, he takes her by the hand and pulls her up, brings her out of where she's at, and lifts her to bring healing into her life. As these people come to the door, the whole town is there, Long after a long day, after sunset, at night, when all you're going to do is just relax, Jesus is there, ministering to those people all night long. Not a one goes away without encountering him. And then he goes throughout the whole region of Galilee, like he's seeking out the people who are hurt and who are lost and who are longing for him. Because he has this, it's almost like he's got an attraction to that. He sees these areas of hurt, and it, he's drawn to those, those people, those areas, to bring his healing there. He says, that's why I came, to be drawn to that. That shows what his desire actually is, is to come into those places. No matter where we are, we all come to Mass tonight with different, different things on our hearts, different things on our minds. And even from week to week, each one of us, sometimes we come full of fervor, sometimes we come just kind of, I just, I just have to go. Sometimes the next weekend I might be full of fervor again. No matter where we're at coming to Mass, as we come to encounter the Lord, Jesus' posture to us never changes, no matter what. That posture we see in the Gospels is the posture he has to us, that hand extended, waiting for us only just a little bit tonight and every night just to grasp it, so that just a little bit, little by little, he can pull us up, bring a little bit of healing into our life. Do I believe that every time I come to encounter Jesus, that that's, a, that's transformative? I can't not encounter God and leave the same. Every time I encounter Jesus, it has to do something to my heart. Little by little, that's what, that's what transformation looks like. It's not a 180. One degree at a time. It's a lot of times how God works in our life. Every time I come to encounter Jesus, that I receive from the Eucharist, as he comes into my heart, that's a, that's a transformation if I open my heart and, and allow Jesus to take my hand and to pull me up out of whatever I'm, whatever I'm sitting in. His posture is always the same, and he comes out to meet us. Second thing is that 
I think he also, he still recognizes he's there, but even just the grasping of his hand a lot of times can seem hard. He comes and does everything he can. He knows we even, we even it's even his grace that we, that we reach out and open our hearts to him, right? We still need help with that. And I'm drawn by the fact that you mean, this year, Pope Francis declared that this year is the year of St. Joseph. He's lifting up St. Joseph to all of us as a particular role, a particular model, a protector of the church, an intercessor, the father of Jesus. And I can't help but wonder, Jesus, who has this posture of always being attentive to the person who's right in front of me, if Jesus learned that from Joseph. Jesus was a human. Jesus was a man. He didn't just come out knowing everything. Just like us, he, he learned in a particular way. And I don't wonder, the scriptures don't talk about that, but I don't wonder if Jesus learned from this, this Pope Francis talks about the school of St. Joseph, if he learned from Joseph that disposition. So I think this year in particular, the church has entrusted and lifts up Joseph. Joseph, like you, even you taught Jesus, teach me to open my heart to be attentive to the other person like that so that I can receive this gift. We can't do it on our own. So we ask for help. We ask, I think this year for Joseph, he's a model for us, that we ask his intercession. Joseph, help me to open my heart just a little bit to your son, just like you were always open and obedient to what God wanted you to do. But through his intercession, as, as Jesus has that hand always extended, we pray today that as we receive the Eucharist, as we, as we encounter Jesus today, that we may not leave here the same as when we came in. God desires to heal us and to transform us, really, tonight. And every time we encounter him, and we have the grace to truly believe that encounter that God wants to have with us. Amen.